welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to 
choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love l-o-v-e capitalized actually means in action which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is and enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things fyi pure love compassion kindness empathy these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without in the external it is from this place that we see the true heart of all people all humanity has a heart that is this they may not know it but it is this that we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide divide is a choice by the people of all lands every time people choose to speak act and take steps that are not loving not compassionate or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other so whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip or i hope you can and if you can't well you guys get to be reminded about this which i would say is quite awesome come on and i'm trying to make it fun see (laughs) also the only answers have always been the same 
it's called love cooperation compromise structure organization communication and so much building together so when we choose to be from heart we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information seneca or seneca i don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi this is Rumi goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 
5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and an infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you welcome back to my lovely ihp community it's funny because i was not planning on actually sharing more channeled guidance for this full moon but um something came up and so did a new type of content our lovely krishna leela shiva and kali i chose to create a new series for you those of you who are in this amazing enlightenment soul age group at this point the ones of you who are in the 5dc way and you've been tuning in to all the episodes pretty much so the group of 
IHP is only the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. And when I, when I say that, what I mean is these episodes only resonate with those people. Those are the people that we're going to see coming back for more, right? Because you come back for more content when you are able to learn from it, be entertained by it, everything matches. So the ability for a person to know what matches is basically their own relationship to who they are. So any person who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is an unconditionally loving human being who will have mastery and knowledge over many subject matters uh, and really just loves life indiscriminately. And uh, therefore, it's not about a sad guru. It's not about uh, the neuroscience. It's not about the words. It's, it's an actual feeling. People who are looking for new topics are the ones who tune in. By the way, the adventure is what Spotify called them. And as with all aspects, of the Akash I have always a deep knowing of the way the energies work the part that is not as clear is how many people are on this planet that are in the enlightenment soul age group and that indiscriminately love humanity so I guess we will learn to find that one out in time as we grow our community and uh, as I also network and make new connections, because obviously it also involves our day-to-day experiences where we get to meet people. So I did, yes, create a new title for us because I, I want us to have both for the light worker. I'm sure things will come through as always. And if not, oh well, <laughs> it's still there. Those from the past are there. But for this, it's specific because this full moon has more to share it's a full moon of fulfillment and um, as I mentioned the deep knowing tells me that for you this enlightenment soul age group is here and I'm very very happy I want to celebrate you and say that this allows my heart to feel very very hopeful for those who need to move beyond this uh, need they don't need to they can with shame blame fault revenge cycles uh, these loops these uh, ways that individuals don't realize their protector lenses are keeping them in a place that's unnecessary but that our science was not able to explain yet because there was no technology now that we have technology there's the ability for the science to see the nervous system and the brain and the way it works let me move into first the story though because what happened was i was getting ready to record something to organize future content and instead i was led to what i'm going to share so sad guru this is his website and um, we're talking about thai pusam i might mispronounce this <clears throat> so Sadhguru, it's on his website. Um, I'm going to read parts of it, not the entirety of it. The first Purnima, or full day, after the winter solstice and Makar Sankranti is called as Thai Pusam. In the southern part of the country, it is known as Danya Purnami, a full moon of fulfillment. In many ways, it is considered to be the most generous full moon of the year due to the earth's position in relation to the sun those who are seeking to enhance life in the best possible way will reap maximum harvest at this time 
for ages people have seen thaipusam as a day to hone their instruments of victory and success in the material world in the emotional world and in the spiritual world the story of skanada skanda excuse me s-k-a-n-d-a according to legend it was on thaipusam that parvati gave the spear to skanda who is also known as Muruga Kumara Kartikeya and Subrahmanya. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I know I'm not pronouncing this one right. Subrahmanya. He fought across the subcontinent with this weapon and became famous as the greatest warrior ever. It is said he went beyond the present borders of Bahrat. He was an emperor of all the rulers, but never but he never held a kingdom. He only fought battles because he was committed to an annihilating injustice. I'm going to read to you well after I'll read to you this part. The boy was angry, and when someone hugely blessed and with immense capabilities becomes angry, such things can happen wherever he thought there is injustice he started killing he spent most of his youth killing people he killed people across the subcontinent and slightly beyond then he realized justice and injustice are not always absolute most of the time it is a question of perspective skanda realized that somewhere deep inside his fury made him seek revenge in the guise of justice when you go after someone thinking you serve justice they experience it as revenge never in history have human beings achieved absolute justice it can only be about the larger good or larger harm what is for the larger well-being may be perceived as injustice by a certain group of people even within a family someone always feels there is injustice towards them there is no absolute justice when skanda realized he was fighting for a goal that is not just elusive but elusive he washed his sword and spear went up the mountain that is now known as kumara parvat and left his body so he passed away obviously um i don't want to read the entirety of this story but you can if you want there's another section why they celebrate thy puzman um, and it would be let me read just a part it says that uh, skanda's story allows him to become aware that uh, the realization that his mission was not right that he would be considered a failure anywhere else because he failed in his mission um, that the fact that he realized was a great success not material things not the number of his victories or the completions of his mission so it's basically um people worship the boy more than his father shiva so shiva's his father okay let me see one one second okay so if you want you can keep reading because it's lengthier than i thought and uh, i want to make some points but realizing that ultimately the mission was not right we'll leave it there because this aspect of 
elusive e-l-u-s-i-v-e versus elusive okay so he realizes that his goal is not just elusive with the e but also elusive i-l-l-u-s-i-v-e and he washed his spear and he went into the mountains and died so it means you're never going to have absolute justice which is something that a grown-up functional adult actually knows the explanation and experience excuse me of fury i want to hone in on revenge the lazy form of grief right vengeance revenge and integrate aspects from the psychoeducation here's why krishna leela shiva and kali because enlightenment soul age group and the people who are tuning in to channel guidance messages from this content and this these podcast episodes you know we bring together the human spiritual and spirituality elements and when it comes to the neuroscience this is where a person who has the narcissistic rage or even the gray rage for the psychopath i'm going to put that one in there too but also just rage for a neurotypical all rages in one and in the same obviously the person um, is not necessarily going to be aware of how to handle themselves because that's where this implicit memory system is the emotions we're emotional beings thinking comes after as explained to us by julianne and the way the brain is made so all of us those who are in the enlightenment soul age group you have now kali because you have a mastery over your own life and death meaning you have a way to work with your implicit memory system so you have your charge states your nervous system under um, visibility not control visibility and right now this year we've been learning and you might continue to learn how to be embodying that ventral vagus nervous system's response to stay in safe and social safe and ease like when this summer i was being you know um quote unquote yelled at i mean it was really just my my friend a caring connection who yelled in my face because they were reacting in a way that was not in their control and uh it was in some i've seen it before where people their ego gets bruised and they yell at me because it's not the first time (laughs) it happens Um, i've also seen people um, not express but manipulate or gaslight or um, do like spiteful backhanded comments right like that energy uh, as well it might be different but it's the same it's just looking like it's not yeah basically it's to me it's the same thing because one might be in my face but the other one's behind my back it's the same um well long story short revenge rage i'm trying to get to this the brain part the aspect of the nervous system of a person and the safety behavior so being able to recognize that our reactiveness is something that we can learn about through the neuroscience is important besides when you're putting into practice meditation because meditation is what gives you the ability to create a pattern where you use your mind so your your neural cortex is made that psychological floor of six neurons the two for the here and now the two with the implicit memory system they come and meet in the middle with the other two thank you julianne and that's how you form your reality and your reality is going to base be based on your history your history is a part of it remember when we wake up in the morning we're not crawling because we have implicit memory 
so this is where when Sadhguru says your body has memory it's the two neurons that are with our memory the reactiveness our charge state so the people who have learned to be in their mind are the ones who are learning how to be here now oh wait my emotions my body is getting into a state of rage or whatever you don't allow it to get there you learn to start you've learned those of you who are in the enlightenment soul age the ones who i was channeling the full moon for i'm talking to you you learned how to be in this space this year this is what you learned and you learned also that there's nothing wrong with you one way shape or form even if it's your first time tuning in here meaning you're good you're a person like anybody else we are all fucked up if we want we all have issues quote unquote they're not issues <laughs> they're called implicit memory system stuff you know it's history so um this part about skanda realizing that somewhere deep inside his fury made him seek revenge in the guise guise means as dis- disguised as justice this is where the 4d 3d people lie with their likes and dislikes this is where people lie when they're uh, not kind to their friends because they don't like each other and they just decide out of their own little books of morality codes that they're going to block cancel and friend names you know you name it man um these 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 (laughs) i mean and i laugh not because it's funny in the sense of ha 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 it's that laugh like uh, a sad guru laugh where it's like wow this is like i don't know candy land are we playing some child game you know because when you are actually in this enlightenment soul age group life means something and it means a lot not just something and your relationships are everything because duh hello (laughs) are you not a human being so um the clairs add to the life of an enlightenment soul age group person they don't create their life 4d individuals get a little bit of clairs they come into contact with a bit of metaphysics as a terrorism information or a sad guru and they think that they are something more where they don't realize in humbleness because they're not in their mind as present with here now they're they're in their ego which is really in an identity let me they're they're claiming words and they're bringing them to them but i don't want to talk about 3d 4d um there's a difference you'll always know them they're the ones who cancel block unfriend uh call people names talk about love don't know love because if they knew love they would know it's unconditional and that you can actually say you're an asshole and uh love each other because we don't do the book of morality codes we don't do formal surface relationships we do relationships so if people are a piece of paper which is what anything that is in 3d 4d land is to the 5d land individual in the enlightenment soul age group we'll see right through it and we'll choose and decide how to handle it time again and again and again we in fact already know that there is no justice because we're the first to get thrown shit for no other reason except for sharing a thought basically (laughs) or an emotion for that matter and somehow wherever it is that it began for you i know i was a child and it began very much easily for me my body can't spank me (laughs) i meant it and as an adult i still have a tone and i also know why i have a tone with the lovely human being who raised me (laughs) it's because she's in my space (laughs) that's why but i'm in her space too so 
uh, the part about there not being uh, justice this is where I get to and got to learn that as well from uh, a person who said okay here's how the world works it's this and this and sometimes you can have that and sometimes you can have that and you know there's no need for you to be mean (laughs) not that I was but uh, you know there's just always these ways that adults get to explain to kids how to handle life as it doesn't go the way you want it to go and you'll use those words such as justice or injustice okay now rage and fury are something that people tend to not realize masks their own grief masks their own wounds and what it masks further is the um, abuse or neglect and the feelings of being unwanted the teenager that's masking uh, a lot of other things and so this is why i wanted to use story for those of you who come out of shame blame fault revenge loops um, and are in this enlightenment soul age group the compassion that you've grown which is great and awesome allow it to keep being there with the knowledge that there is no justice in justice as pointed out it's not absolute um it's perspective this reality we all have our different history so the part about being able to be objective about this is why we're able to say to each other you're an asshole you're an asshole and really not mean it but really mean it as well when we're having just authentic genuine conversations the friendships that you build are going to be the forever ones for those of you who are here and if you already have the forever ones then you already have them right and then you'll have more that will jump into that boat who you can find out in time and for me for example i always am aware when i'm meeting and starting to engage with areas where people will allow their own idea their own fury their own protector lenses to think that they are fighting for justice this is one of the areas that i shared with you guys i'm still working on because when it's personal and i've been thrown shit i I handle that quite well it's not a big deal because somebody doesn't like me they don't like me i'm okay with that i don't need to be likable when it's something that's brought forth to humanity this is where i begin to have still Kali because those people they will specifically state that they are fighting for justice and they will claim that their fight is a right fight and their guise is this is this they think it's justice but they're in complete fury and they're enacting what is revenge when i see some of those subject matter experts like the one red-headed lady that uh goes around talking about the 10 ways to get underneath the skin of the narcissist or they are and there's another lady she dark-haired lady their titles and the way they look and the way they speak about these people you know this is where they're at they think that they're fighting for justice and they're not aware that beneath the surface is not only still an unhealed wounded aspect but really they've claimed that wound they've made it and 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 grown it and here's where when people say use your anger no you you using your anger for anything is going to be your uh illusion of you doing something like this kanda guy 
where he realized oh shit this is a whole disguise this this isn't true i'm killing for no other reason except for him getting angry in fact the fact that he can't even cape his con he like when he when they say that he is just going around killing people but that he can't hold on he never held a kingdom that is when you get angry when you're in rage your brain is dumbed down your enlarged amygdala shrunken hippocampus well those are for those who have trauma which is why it's hard for them to uh, learn to begin to tend to their super ego or their ego it's just the it's the being able to sit with the emotion and and sit and allow it to be expressed that's because they were you know the child the infant will develop the body of course a way to defend the body which is why to me rage fury vengeance revenge these words don't mean a a bad thing i understood it always to be a person who was that helpless that their body to ensure that they wouldn't feel helpless allows them to feel strong because that's what it looks like if you look at a person who's doing or the energy and it's not even the looks but the the energy of revenge rage fury it doesn't do justice justice is not justice is unconditional love justice is 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 neutral land justice is equanimity justice is where people stop being blinded by their subjective reality you know and i i told you a little bit of a story i'll i'll add a little part here because you know we have a future episode for that one but here's where the friend that used the word i think you use tactics with me basically uh then went on to try and defend their position by saying i'm just stating the facts and i went ahead and said the facts are that i don't have time to call you not that it is a tactic the facts are that in 24 hours i am busy with x y z d e f g and the facts are that you know you using that word has nothing to do with facts so you know um here's where it's something that in this situation i am grateful for my friend for example while others would be critical of a friend when you understand what reactiveness means from a psychoeducational perspective and what it means if a person has an insecurity that they do not control that they're in their biological rudeness you will not go calling your friend names and or saying let me you know uh, block them or cancel them or whatever you will have conversations with them so like this friend and i'll use that example when they were at their peak not yet in a spectrum where they're way better than they used to be with their reactiveness there was a huge letter they sent me oh my gosh i'll never forget that letter and that letter brought forth a specific kind of debate interaction conversation they considered a conversation for me that was not a conversation because the entirety of this time the person's making accusations and cheap shots so they're they're accusing me they're insulting me they're even uh picking on my own relationships and things that are quite uh, profound that they know because they're a friend so they're they're using all of these mechanisms that a person <laughs> i laugh because you know this is the thing i was a teenager i was a child 
and all of these did not lead me to believe in evil not even a little bit you know what i learned i learned about how children don't really learn how to be grown-ups and the neuroscience people have just confirmed this very thing that my heart knew the only reason i i can't and you know i actually find it humorous so here's where guys my lovely soul age groups in the enlightenment soul age group if you are here then you will know who you are this means you know your traits okay so when you know who you are you laugh because you do laugh at yourself there's things i also laugh at all the time about my personality my my quirks my 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 shit and it, so what i was trying to get at because i'm having an aha moment while i channel with you guys is this is that uh the universe has a way to ensure that you cannot be out of balance with where you're meant to expand and and so what my thought was if only i had been more than four foot nine as a kid if only i had been this humongous male human being who knows what i (laughs) what i would have done because of the things that my deep knowing i already knew and and not in a mean way i'm just saying like knowing that rage vengeance uh all these words mean nothing except for a person who's actually weak because what is weak is you being so uncontrollably out of your skin but it's not about weakness obviously when we're faced with lions bears and tigers aha uh-huh, which is why the emotions are quicker than the thought because you'd better bet that that lion you don't have time to get out of there by thinking your way out of it so there's all these different ways that a person who is in the enlightenment soul age group is seeing life right now this is the amazing part is that there's so much limitation for 3d 4d land it's not even funny where they think that they're fighting for justice because their opinion is what matters more while those who are in the enlightenment soul age group we are not about justice or injustice because this is where it doesn't exist there's no absolutes so once you've learned that you were able to store this the ones of you who are coming out of those shame blame revenge fault cycles you have a different story than those of us from the love cycles the different story is that you learned this from another angle and now you're seeing it from i'm just going to say the functional adult angle let me go back to the story way back when when my friend did what they did and they were using their little tactics their little because this is a tactic that they used as a child when they were getting sick and being ignored by their siblings and their parents this is something they've shared with me so i knew every full moon this person or new moon would do what they do because here's where by being in the ascension community it's because i know of how energies bring forth stuff and so again any unresolved stuff any insecurity any charge state comes up whatever the person's ready to deal with and i say ready to doesn't mean they deal with it because there's all those other soul age groups for reasons people build karma 3d 4d land and other soul age groups build karma because they don't take their reactiveness and become the adult the higher self in the room no they become this i'm fighting for justice and they go about shouting to each other which is what we got right now a bunch of sensitive egos who think they're shouting for justice versus the ones of us who know uh, okay we want to fight for what is called life and let's get it down and you know get take it easy all you yelling people it's one planet we can hear you all and social media didn't make it worse we already knew you were out there before social media you know i love how they're all pointing if you too much data to gosh you obviously have no control over your brain if you need 
so much just just shut yourself in a room and there you go but you know what actually people can't shut themselves in the room do you know why that is one of the worst um this is so sad this is one of the worst uh, punishments the psychoeducators in one of my classes at nicabm.com they talked about this it's because our nervous systems they they they, they co-regulate the the we're mammalians we were species being all alone except for those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group we're okay with being alone i'm, I'm going to put it out there i obviously with books even though if i didn't have books i'd probably you know trying to push myself a little bit harder to have to come up with just bs in my brain you know but what i'm trying to get at is um the enlightenment soul age group person actually is is fine with being in shiva we know shiva so we know darkness we know uh, all of this stuff we don't know rage we do know fury even though some would say it's the same but i'm gonna say it's not it's it's more like kali and because we're not really about justice we're about life like let me save life and life is a lot of things it's not anything to do with this word which means zero to us because it doesn't exist what exists is subjective reality and i even learned this in one of my classes in my master's course when we talked about terrorism and negotiations and this was where i learned that one person could be considered a terrorist for those groups of people and for the other the justice fighter and i'm like wait a minute but we have whole governments who are pointing fingers at each other and now you're telling me that it's subjective so why do i have people who call themselves leaders and they're acting like teenagers and even worse because you know our life is in their hands because they got also these wep- these things called weapons which i don't want them to use because i really do enjoy my life and you're telling me right now that all this is subjective and we got again so it excuse me excuse me excuse me should these people not be some form of geniuses no 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 they not need be geniuses they need be expanding consciousness they need be people who know how to use their mind in mind sight and mindfulness they need to be people who can sit in the middle and allow their here and now not their implicit memory system you know how many people still compare yesterday to the day that are in positions of quote-unquote leadership quote-unquote because they ain't no leader to the enlightenment soul age group when they're comparing yesterday to today uh, yesterday's yesterday today's today and tomorrow you don't know what it's going to be and if you're using yesterday you obviously don't have any creator space in your brain because you're still thinking of yesterday without realizing you're not in yesterday and if it didn't work yesterday there might be a reason so instead of sitting with yesterday in mind how about you sit in now put a blank sheet of paper in front of you leave the yesterday you use it as maybe a blueprint but really mm, you might want to also completely zero it out and to think from nothingness to try obviously we can think from complete nothingness but then when we we can try so the people who think of justice and justice they don't even try because they're just too busy in their fury they're too busy doing what they're not conscious they're not an evolved mind they are in fact dumbed down because when you get enraged your hippocampus is saturated with cortisol your body is in fight mode and your uh, all the uh, hormones of anger are up in your brain and you're flipped your lid is flipped open the brain is not only warning the sea it's like just doing whatever that one-year-old learned how to do to protect itself in its environment and so some people you know their seat of empathy is turned off because those brain circuitries had to turn off because their environment was that unloving and unsafe anyways enough about the psychoeducation 
and back to the story one this individual was reactive i had no beef with what words she was saying or using because it made me laugh i am used to people using my own words against me because again we all have people in our lives that have done manipulation gaslighting so it wasn't the first time that somebody had used a piece of information that i shared in an intimate way and that then they decided that they would try and and they didn't even decide you know that that this is the part I'll, ne- I'll never forget i was a teenager when it was probably one of the first times or the second or the third that things that i shared in a way of, of vulnerability were used like directly and in this specific way of trying to and it's not even trying because you know a person who's reactive they're actually just preserving themselves this is why thoughts and emotions are of no existential consequence so when it happened i still remember of course it it quote unquote stabbed that heart but while it was happening i'm standing there i'm not bleeding i'm alive and i'm looking and i'm facing the words at the person and i know what just happened and i choose not to behave obviously you know this is where i have self-respect automatically so i will like any person who's in the enlightenment soul age group treat others the way i want to be treated so i would not in any way shape or form come back and do something use words or intimate or vulnerable stuff against the person that i love because that would be wrong completely wrong and here's where why is it wrong it's wrong because you're doing it on purpose but then again is it wrong when the person's not doing it on purpose they're doing it unconsciously so this is why we don't have an inner critic outer critic because i can say of course it's wrong but then i'll know well it's not really wrong because the person was not in the faculty of controlling themselves because they are unable to because they are weak while i stand tall and i'm not weak therefore as the bigger person who is unweak meaning having a loving heart meaning having a brain that works meaning not being overwhelmed by my emotional state in this moment will not perform quote unquote in such a unnecessary way which also would lead me to be the same as i've just been done so it always will go around full circle and come back to love for the enlightenment soul age group person who comes from love and is always love For those of you who come out of shame, you now know how to make the differentiating factor because you've seen unconditional love for real and now you know what it is. And so you learn, maybe you'll learn how to implement it again and again and again. It all depends if you truly are enamored with wanting to be the grown-up version of yourself because that's all it is. It's being a grown-up version of yourself and being able then to authentically and genuinely speak your mouth. So at that age, I don't remember in those moments what I did. I know I continued the conversation and ignored what had happened. Or if anything stated, why would you do that? This is un- this this comment here does not make sense with what we're doing. So I don't understand why you're bringing it up and why you're using it that way. And so you move beyond the uh, quote-unquote stabbing because it doesn't do shit. It's some petty shit that you just did with your mouth that means nothing except for now i know who i'm dealing with somebody who doesn't know how to use their words and obviously does not make any sense because you putting into the mix something like that doesn't make any sense except for you don't know what to say and here this is where i'll share another story 
this one was really interesting this one was very fascinating so i don't remember what year it was this is a person i used to look up to for reasons that i'm going to stay vague on and this is why i used to because i had been shared by wise individuals as we all have them around us that there are those who have certain types of positions that enjoy those positions because it enables them to uh, have people look up to them i'll just put it that way brushes up their ego and so there's a debate the huge debate and it involves politics and it's not a debate to me to me it's just two human beings having a conversation in my late 20s yeah and we are talking and completely disagree here's where a true friend has the courage as Sadhguru says to tell you that you're a piece of shit right in your face but this is where we can both be pieces of shit and then just smile hug it out this is not what happened here here what happened was uh, not only a conversation that turned into debate that ended with a low this was like i have never ever ever met a person in my life that has done something the way this person did and it's the comment they made it's the and i'm not gonna share it's it's uh, it's insulting uh and disrespectful towards the individual to share it completely in my opinion because when somebody's reactive without knowing it you know they say things they don't mean but what this person i mean i shared with friends obviously it's just not necessary on the episode um what they said as i left uh was what was what made me realize wow that's just wrong (laughs) that's just wrong and again it was an intimate piece of information that they knew that relates to my life and that they used in a way of insulting because i didn't agree with their political philosophy which was even worse and then what made it something that i confirmed was the fact that in those first couple years i reached out for help at least twice and they completely disregarded my requests and did not even bother answering me so they completely disengaged from interacting with me which means they were disappointed which i already knew that they were because of what they said to me (laughs) so they were disappointed because i did not fit the mold that they so much had potentially thought that they mo i don't know apparently i'm their possession i don't you know we're not even going to go there because that's the whole point none of that is true a person who's reactive is not contemplating shit they're just reacting and this is why skanda realizing that deep inside his fury made him seek revenge in the guise of justice well that's pretty god darn good that's the revenge cycle up to light and him going and dying that's too bad because you know what's really beautiful is when a person can realize that that's not a good or bad thing we all have a safety behavior so we all have a way that our implicit memory system has organized from our evolutionary ancestry to be in so rage revenge um, these aspects have their role with the 14 15 16 year old teenage charged part that feels life is unfair and beneath those charged parts are the the freeze of all ages the 11 12 year old the flight the 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 afraid one the um three to seven eight year old the shame 
the, the shame one will do whatever it takes to be accepted and loved and the, the zero to three-year-old the panic attached one so these charge states every person has these and when we're reacting these are the these are what comes forth so while i can describe these situations and to the best of my ability i try to give you the enlightenment version is this is not cool but this is understandable as i got to grow up more it's thanks to the neuroscience that i completely can speak words that i always have understood and they're better words they're better words than it's wrong uh, a cheap shot uh, all these terms that i will still have to use to describe and, and and organize concepts but the reality is the enlightenment soul age group knows this is not strength it's weakness but not because it's a person who doesn't have higher potential it's weakness because it's an energy that is in a vibration of shame that is in a body that is um, taking action steps and doing stuff that on the outside looks shitty but it really isn't it's nothing it's nothing because it but here's the part only those who are in the enlightenment soul age group know this because they have a 5d way of life always unconditionally loving and neutral why are we neutral because we're already self-empowered because we don't need to defend or attach from words or thoughts or emotions so the person this woman who's my friend she's gotten better but she still has the same reactions and her reactions stem from her childhood she's heard me share with her this moment we've described it together more than once she's still unable to catch herself she could probably if she got good you know somatic psychotherapy but she's not inclined to want to do that she feels she's normal like anybody else which she is she is like any other person who has yet to master becoming their full functional adult who can have a mindfulness and mindsight brain that can have a state of compassion physiologically and basically be able to call each other out you're a shitty piece of person but i love you to death for real versus those ego sensitive people period so the rage is not a uh, good or bad thing the rage part comes through for those of you who potentially have had moments where you recognize that you you were in this the rage remember is the teenager with the one-year-old it's the it's unfair it's a bunch of different things if you're aware of it now this is the good part awareness is key then knowledge is power the psychoeducators give you the knowledge nicabm.com they have an infographic on anger those who regularly tune in know that let me actually find that one for you guys since there might be some new listeners in our last minutes we'll talk about this so if my regular listeners remember the infographic you can go on your merry way i hope that it supports you but if you want to hear it here we go so how anger affects your brain and body part one the first spark of anger activates the amygdala before you are even aware of it the sources of anger equal disappointment frustration judgment rejection and fear now the amygdala is ready to turn on the stress response system in your brain and body scientists named this stress response the hpa axis because it consists of the hypothalamus the pituitary gland and the adrenaline glands you can find again the infographic on nicabm.com in this system a chain reaction of hormones prepares your body to respond to stressors like anger here is how it works the amygdala signals the hypothalamus 
the hypothalamus signals the pituitary gland by discharging crh that would be corticotropin releasing hormone and that then goes to the pituitary gland signals the adrenal glands by releasing ACTH adrenocorticotropic hormone adrenal glands the adrenal glands secrete stress hormones like cortisol adrenaline and noradrenaline so when the hormones are produced they quickly impact your neurons and cells this is important because that impact usually isn't helpful now we're going to look at how anger affects your brain in part two looking closer into what the stress hormones are up to okay so this one in the heat of anger we often don't use our best judgment we may say and do things we later regret or lose track of what we are arguing about why is that well it has to do with cortisol you see anger can spark an overload of cortisol in the brain so where does the cortisol come from in the first place that's something we got into here and to help you visualize what's happening when there's too much cortisol in the brain we put this together for you so please feel free to make a copy and share okay how anger affects your brain and body part two how stress hormones can change your brain where do these hormones come from you we just read about that in part one so elevated cortisol can cause your neurons to take in too much calcium through their membranes cortisol neurons the problem with this is it can make cells fire too frequently and die too much cortisol can cause a loss of neurons in your prefrontal cortex pfc and hippocampus suppressed activity in your prefrontal cortex can prevent you from using your best judgment this is why you might not make good decisions or plan well for the future when you are upset this is why those who have a traumatized brain don't do good with planning and are not consistent they have an enlarged amygdala and a shrunken hippocampus and a shrunken prefrontal cortex remember that it takes time for them to re-establish and or develop because the right brain is underdeveloped for those who have trauma neglect or abuse from infancy ptsd also and they can heal we can heal our brain our brain molds thanks to neuroplasticity showing that the mind guys this is not the infographic this is me the mind remember you working in that middle so it's it's something that i'll learn more of to be able to explain with mind sight in a technical way which is why we want to move beyond spirituality and the spiritual elements your human body and there's the answers to a lot of questions that people have about these emotions within themselves that they can work with back to the infographic too much cortisol in your hippocampus can kill neurons and keep your brain from making short-term memory and prevent you from forming new memories properly this is why you might not remember what you want to say in an argument this is why people the ones with the trauma again they have those narrative discrepancies their own stories the overgeneralization it's fragmented they only hear what they want to hear it's a defense mechanism they have since they were kids the brain circuitry this even adhd remember we learned from gabor matei it's a safety behavior because those brain circuits had to turn off in their stressful environment neuroplasticity shows adhd you can heal from it that's again not the infographic now i'm back to the infographic five too much cortisol can decrease serotonin that's the hormone that makes you happy a decrease in serotonin can make you feel anger and physical pain more easily this also might be why you act in more aggressive ways or feel depressed 
as you can see these hormones can have a big impact on your brain but that's not all they might do so now we're going to go to brain and body how anger affects them in part three we're going to explore what the stress hormones can do to your immune system cardiovascular system and more so here we go anger is an important and sometimes necessary emotion but all too often anger can quickly escalate and become destructive once it's been triggered uncontrollable anger can often create problems in relationships both at home and in the workplace but beyond that it can have devastating physical consequences so just how and where does anger impact the body we highlight this in this final segment and here we go how stress hormones can impact your body find out where the uh, part one and two got it anger causes the release of stress hormones like cortisol adrenaline and noradrenaline these hormones give your body bursts of energy so you can cope with negative situations accordingly however too much of these hormones or repeated exposure to these hormones can begin to negatively impact important parts of your body increased pressure inside your eyes more frequent headaches and migraines vision issues like tunnel vision sensitivity to light or blurry vision increased heart rate blood pressure blood glucose level blood fatty acid level feelings of dry mouth decreased thyroid function increased likelihood of stroke and heart attack lowered bone density decreased blood flow in digestive system slow metabolism and then we have decreased number of natural killer cells increase in number of virus um, infected cells increased incidence of cancer even after the feeling of anger passes its impact lingers in your body much longer and the more often you get angry the more these hormones can get to work in your body that's why it's important to recognize when you are angry and take steps to calm this powerful emotion so with that infographic let me move us to for a second a quick and simple way to think about the brain this is uh the lovely nicabm.com's uh, infographic paul d mclean md developed the concept of triune brain and the triune brain in evolution role in paul paleocerebral functions rick hansen phd author of hardwiring happiness the new brain science of contentment calm and confidence built on this original concept so in many ways the brain is considered the most complex human organs of human organs but complex doesn't have to mean complicated especially when we are trying to explain the brain's different but necessary functions our brain structure can be divided into three layers the brain stem the subcortical region and the cortex and each layer can be loosely associated with the reptile mammal and primates human phases of evolution respectively so here's where if you think about it they say it's almost like we're carrying a little lizard a little mouse and a little monkey inside our brain and as the brain evolved so did its capacity to meet the three fundamental needs of any animal safety satisfaction and connection and they give us a visual now we're running out of time but i want to connect the dots for a minute the brain stem is the reptile the reptile part okay the lizard and safety they're red okay the subcortical region is the mammal the mouse and satisfaction that's yellow and then the green is the cortex primate human monkey connection okay now remember these colors the green and the yellow and the red if you can i'm going to read now for you first the reptilian brain the brain stem is the red okay that is the cerebral 
cerebellum. The brain stem is the most ancient part of the brain. This brain structure shares a similar function to the brain found in simple creatures like crabs and lizards. Survival and maintenance is what it's responsible for. The core functions are regulation, regulating heartbeat, breathing, and other vital organs. The basic needs, safety and avoiding harm is what it meets. What, when these needs are met, what the body or the brain feels is peace. When the need is not met, what is felt and experienced is fear. The mammalian brain, the subcortical region, the yellow, is associated with mammalian evolution. We might think of it as the little mouse part of the brain. So it is responsible for feelings and memory formation. The core functions are emotions, learning and memory, reward, motivation. The basic needs are satisfaction and approaching rewards. When the needs are met, we feel con- contentment. Excuse me. When the needs are not met, we experience frustration. So here's where our primate human brain the cortex the cortex is larger and more sophisticated than the other two layers thus we link this part of the brain to primate and human evolution in fact the human cortex has roughly tripled in volume over the last three million years of evolution it is responsible for higher mental functions the core functions regulating attention feelings and desires complex reasoning abstract thoughts imagination language and empathy the basic need connection attachment to others when the need is met we feel loved when the need is not met we experience heartache now the enlightenment soul age person goes beyond these aspects we do not feel heartbreak if we're not loved we are disengaged from that mammalian heritage in one way shape or form we've always known unconditional love the enlightenment soul age people that have been in the love cycle those of you who are now here you are in this with the awareness of a love cycle being your opportunity so in this regard again you have the ability to know that rage revenge anger whatever is from reactiveness is something that you now can take ownership of so taking ownership of the safety behaviors the trauma themes the uh the stuff the stuff that has taken place within however you know the past until you've been this is for the ones of you who are tuning in still the ability to be aware that we do not choose that implicit memory system okay and to disengage from the 4d stories of you know reptilians or lizards or bears aha to disengage from the conspiracy stuff 5d land is unconditionally loving functional adult people who use all of the subject matters that are out there with discernment because we know that there is pseudoscience bullshit self-help crap we are part of it quote unquote we know that reality is subjective in the sense of our experiencing our feeling our hair a lot of things we like conversations that's why we don't do those apologies with the oh i'm so sorry we don't need sorries we learn to say you're an asshole i'm an asshole we're all assholes and we talk about it we laugh about it krishna Leela, shiva and kali so enlightenment soul age group as Sadhguru points out enlightenment it's not about it coming from heaven deities it's human evolution human evolution we have secondary consciousness in this thing called brain some people are able to be in their ventral vagal state compassion is what is needed for us to be able and use our empathy that's the enlightenment soul age group that's where you're at at this point and we still have kali we just know how to handle our own emotions because we know that 
again there is not justice injustice there is what is our life needs air water food we try to get that harmony that's what it means to be in this enlightenment soul age group the right silence we're needed unpopular where we can in the right silence as well we're not here to be trending topics we're here to be people who create new conversations and share what is true love with each other so welcome aboard sending you my love Thank you.